The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Woof, that's right, Wolfie, we are back in Farlands or Bust. This is episode 534 of the series, and today I want to thank you for being here to watch this episode of Farlands or Bust. Because it's Thursday, November 26th, 2015. Over here in America, the United States of the America, it is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is today. Have we ever had, like, a Thanksgiving episode of Farland to Bust? Probably not, because I typically in the past have recorded and uploaded on the day the episode comes out, so I probably didn't. Being it would be a holiday, probably did not go through the the trouble of frantically trying to record and render and upload a video before heading out for, for holiday shenanigans. So, happy Thanksgiving, I suppose. Doing good? Good. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. We've raised uh, a little bit more than an additional hundred dollars since the last episode of Farlands of Bust for Child's Play Charity. We are up to $9,738.70. 16% of the way to our $60,000 Season 6 goal. How many more times can I say the number 6? Six? 16, Season 6, 60,000. November 26th, <laughs> episode 530... No, that there's no 6 in the episode number, but, but yeah. Thank you everybody who continues to donate. Got a lot of good questions in here because I'm running out of questions. And I said when you when you donate, you can ask questions. You can ask your questions, and I, I'll get to those questions in a future episode of Outlands of Bust. See, <laughs> for some reason I turned into a 20s gangster right there for some reason. But uh, but yeah, farlandsorbust.com is where you can continue to donate to Child's Play Charity, as we have been supporting for over four years now. And that would be much appreciated. You're helping get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world. And what what a better time to do it than the holidays. Than the holidays. Because some kids might be spending the holidays in a hospital. So you want to make sure that they've got something to do that reminds them that they are kids. And it helps them get better faster, as it has shown in studies. If they do have these toys, books, games, these... These these childlike. I don't know, I'm kind of getting. I'm, I'm I'm going a little bit off the tracks here. So let's let's rein it back in. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what Child's Play Charity does. Learn more at childsplaycharity.org. Woof. So seen any new video series on YouTube lately? Uh, <laughs> I'm saying this in the past future tense because I'm recording this on Wednesday. But uh, on Thursday, Thanksgiving, I have a video going up. It has gone up. I am once again playing Tomb Raider, the latest Tomb Raider game. The Rise of the Tomb Raider on the Xbox One. It's a timed exclusive. 
I know at the end of playing the last Tomb Raider game, I said I wasn't going to play another Tomb Raider game, or at least I wouldn't buy a Tomb Raider game on release day. I'd always done that. Tomb Raider is is a game that has kind of... I just told a story about it a few episodes ago, uh, relating it to Let's Plays and how in the first Tomb Raider game on the PlayStation 1 I was playing and my uh, little sister was watching me play, since it's a single-player game, you can't play, um, and the wolf jumped out and scared us both, and, and we laughed and we laughed. <laughs> so it, that, and among other things, uh, it makes it like the first of the quote-unquote next, next-gen games that I ever played. So it, it holds a, a sentimental place in my game history. So that's why I kind of hold it to a little bit higher or a different standard, not even a higher standard, but just a different, pro probably nostalgic standard than other game series is. Uh, so I, I, I wasn't a fan of the reboot, the last game. It got great reviews, it got great sales, but as a classic Tomb Raider fan, it was not a Tomb Raider game. Uh, so I was a little bit grumpy about that, and some people really liked that part of the, the commentary. Uh, other people took it a little bit too seriously and were deeply and gravely offended by my being too difficult on the game, and, and, and well, you should like the game because <laughs> certainly you should like an Uncharted game, and that's exactly what this is. Oh, jokes! But uh, but yeah, I've decided since the game came out, since I have the Xbox One, <laughs> first of all, uh, if I obviously didn't have the Xbox One, I wasn't going to buy an Xbox One to get Tomb Raider. Uh, but since I've got the Xbox One, since I've only ever played Forza games on the Xbox One, might as well try Rise of the Tomb Raider. Had a little bit of a, a pre-order sale on Amazon that I decided to take advantage of for you guys and, and decided to jump in and play. And, and so far, no spoilers, I've, I've just recorded uh, a little bit, a few episodes, but uh, so far I'm, I'm noting a, a, a marked improvement, a marked increase in the actual rating of tombs in this Tomb Raider game, so that already is a little bit higher up on the marks, and there does seem to be less quick time events. Although I'm still somewhat concerned about the over-dependence on the leveling up mechanics, the skill learning mechanics, the crafting now. There's crafting mechanics and collecting of scraps and bonuses and whatever. Uh, that starts to get, you know, I've always liked the Tomb Raider, the original Tomb Raider games due to their relative simplicity you know, in, in the actual gameplay mechanics, but it was like the puzzles and the worlds that were really the complex and very interesting part of the game. Uh, so, eh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we're, we're going to play. We're going to play through it. Uh, it's a gorgeous-looking game, obviously. Uh, looks looks quite good, indeed. And uh, I, I just hope uh, hope I, I continue on the upswing. And I'm, I'm consciously also... I, I concede the fact that perhaps grumpiness... And uh, cynicism is not the most attractive quality to have, uh, particularly as a as a YouTuber, gamer, uh, entertainer. Uh, it can be entertaining at times, but I, I could see how it could also be a little bit laborious. So uh, I've, I've kind of dialed that back a little bit, but the game the game still has to to, to climb uphill to to win me back over in the series. So 
but it's also been doing, speaking of like, it got good reviews of the reviews that I just kind of saw, but not very good in sales at all. Uh, people are saying it's because Fallout 4 came out on the same day. Maybe. I'm going to attribute it more to the timed exclusive business because the PC and the PlayStation versions don't come out till 2016, which is insane. So basically you've 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 cut by two-thirds your potential audience. I know Xbox, Microsoft probably paid a pretty penny to get the exclusive, but I really don't know of any situations where somebody Unless they they already have a bunch of disposable income, at which point, why wouldn't they already have an Xbox? But I don't see any reason why anybody would. Well, since Tomb Raider is only available right now on the Xbox One, I'm going to have to go out and buy an Xbox One so that I can play Tomb Raider. You know, I don't think that is going to happen because the diehard Tomb Raider fans are all angry that the last game wasn't a Tomb Raider game. So, you know, there's, you're not really tapping into any market there. It's pretty much a new series. But anyway, that's about... Uh, we'll talk about more of that. I actually wanted to talk about a lot of that in the Tomb Raider videos, but there's so much, like, it just throws you into the game and, like, the story already begins and you gotta pay attention to the dialogue, so uh, I didn't really get a chance to, to expand upon that th further, so so we're using Far Lands of Us to expand. Expand? I'm going to explain to you <laughs> to expand upon uh, my thoughts there. As we continue, whoa! Too late. I tried to stop myself, but it was too late. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Wolfie, I guess, didn't take any damage from that, but I did. Woof. Also, yesterday we returned, finally, to our regularly scheduled Twitch Tuesdays. For those of you who don't know, on Tuesday, Tuesday, I take a break from all things YouTube recordings and take uh, pretty much a whole day, like four or five hours it's been, uh, to live stream on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mac, and we did that yesterday, and I think it went well. We just played a lot of Mindcrack and did a lot of Minecraft bingo. Of course, we had the Far Lands of Bus lunch break, so appreciate everybody who, who hung out there and, and watched that and joined me for that. I also, I also made a proposal to you all, and I'm going to introduce the proposal now to the YouTube audience. It's a little bit different, a little bit of a difference, and I'll, I'll kind of explain that. It'll make sense uh, in a moment, but there's different audiences here, different perspectives, different priorities, different preferences, so I'm going to throw the same proposal at the YouTube Far Lands or Bust audience. I mean, even the Far Lands or Bust audience is a different audience than, say, the racing game audience, perhaps. There's overlap, obviously. There's It's a Venn diagram where there are many circles and there's some overlap, but uh, it's always helpful to to ask the individual circles what they think. What is this? Google Plus? Circles? What are you talking about? Speaking of Google+, when is it going to get the heck out of my YouTube? I thought that was a thing that was going to happen. YouTube! Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. And a whoa, creepersness. Creepersness, indeedness. Let's continue on this. And proposalness. Basically, we all know that November, December is probably the peak time for for business on YouTube. Ad revenue is, is, is up high due to the advertising for the holidays, uh, so it's a good time. You, you'll probably see a lot more videos from a lot more of your favorite YouTubers around this time. Um, but then again, after the holidays, January, February, March, 
is really the low, the low, the, the, the flat line, the bottom out of, of that same thing. Uh, which uh, is, is feast and famine type of situation there. Uh, so not, not necessarily spurred on that, but I'm also just wanting to try new things, test new waters. I was considering and proposing the possibility of Twitch Tuesdays have been going well on a weekly basis, uh, when I'm not sick anyway. What about like a live stream a day situation in either January or February? Not necessarily the same thing as Ko has been doing. Ko in the evenings has been doing a stream a day for the past like two years. Uh, you know, I'm not going for any records or anything like that. Uh, it might have to be weekends or especially iffy for me as far as streaming, even recording and, and doing any sort of thing like that. Uh, so it might be like stream a day Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday or something. And, and certainly not five hour endeavors, perhaps, you know, a couple hours a day. So I'm thinking of doing like a stream a day situation in January and or February. But, you know, and and uh, I just wanted to get people's opinions on that. I, I don't know that I would be getting any negative opinions um, about it, to be honest. But uh, it's just still something I'm thinking of. It would be a little bit of a change of my kind of priorities. Uh, but it seems like it would probably be a good time to do that sort of thing. Because I still want to make content. Uh, and, and it's just a way to be more interactive, I suppose. You know, people are inside, specifically, in the more temperate climates when you're snowed in or whatever and spending time inside, so that seems like a better thing to do. Um, but also, uh, you know, I just want to see if that's a potential avenue for, for expansion of the Kurt J. Mack universe. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm thinking of doing, like, a stream-a-day thing. I, I, proposed, I proposed to the Twitch uh, thing... And again, like, that's why I propose it to the people watching my Twitch Tuesday. Obviously, they're going to love it because they're already there watching on Twitch. So Twitch is obviously a thing they're they're sold on. Uh, so now I'm kind of proposing it to you all. You alls here on YouTube. Um, so yeah, that's why there's a different... You know, obviously, they're going to love that. But I'm, let's see what you guys think. Uh, I did propose... Oh, maybe I should make it... Like, I should include... A, a, an additional like Patreon milestone to say, oh, if we reach this amount, then I'll do the stream a day thing. Uh, that wasn't as well received, which I understand. There's a little bit of a disconnect there. Uh, the stuff on Patreon seems to affect more of the YouTube stuff by removing ads, by podcast editions of Farlands or Bust, uh, stuff like that. Even though one of the milestones was a stream a week on Patreon. Uh, so I don't think I'll be doing the Patreon thing, but people have very much, again, Twitch people, Twitch followers, Twitch uh, watchers, are very much interested in, okay, if not that, maybe we do subscriber stuff on Twitch. Get a sub box and emotes, sub box, a sub button and emotes on Twitch. Uh, I've, for a long time, not really been sold on that as a creator, but uh, the demand is high, so perhaps that's the way to kind of fill that gap, which, that gap, <laughs> and uh, see how that goes, so maybe that, but yeah, it would, it would, and, and this is the reason I'm now posing it to you YouTube watchers, which again, there's overlap, uh, it would reduce the amount of YouTube videos I'd be uploading. Uh, right now, I'm minimally trying to stick to at least two videos a day. Sometimes there's three, depending on 
collabs or other long-term series I've, I've got r- running or whatever. But uh, but it would impact, and I, I'd still try to keep at least one video a day on YouTube when I was doing the stream-a-day stuff. Um, perhaps some some YouTube series would then start to be happening on Twitch, you know, something like Eidolon I've mentioned before, uh, or, or, I don't know, racing games are always tough to do on Twitch, but maybe Forza, maybe like console uh, games, uh, or maybe it would just give us a chance to try out a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, so yeah, it would impact the amount of videos out on YouTube, but yeah, stuff, sequential stuff, ongoing series, like Far Lands of Bust obviously would be a priority, that would still be doing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, even throughout whatever month a stream-a-day thing would happen. Uh, your Formula Ones, uh, the Tomb Raider game, uh, would still be things going up on YouTube, but it would just be less total videos, I suppose, uh, that would go up on YouTube. So yeah, that's just an idea I had. I Just an idea I had, and uh, I'm looking forward to trying it out to see if that would happen. So I just wanted to propose that to you alls to, to see if you have any responses in the comments below. That would be helpful or whatever. But like I said, I'm not really foreseeing anybody being like, no, that's a terrible idea, uh, you know. So um, I, I think it's kind of more just uh, a little bit of a, a, a taste, an order of an idea to plant a seed in your head to, to kind of start to think, oh, maybe Kurt's going to do a stream-a-day situation at the beginning of next year. So, yeah, that that is how that cookie has crumbled. And I think it's time that we get to some donor questions. I suppose this is kind of along the same lines here, a little bit. Uh, an anonymous donor has asked, will you still be doing a flobathon this season even if you don't meet its goal? Well, the season, as it has worked, will simply continue until we reach the goal. Uh, that's why season three of Far Lands of Us was quite long indeed. Uh, so was season season four was kind of kind of um, no the, the season three was super long. That was the miscalculation on my part. Uh, but but yeah, we we generally don't we won't hold a flubathon until we reach our goal. Uh, I am you know we notice it's 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 uh, you know we're up to sixteen percent and all the donations that have come in have been very generous and and they continually there's a nice steady stream but perhaps at the current pace it would mean that we'd be careful with oh that was a double hit double double fall double entendre what. Uh, <laughs> That was a, a double damage situation there. Got him back up to health. So yeah, I think uh, I haven't done the math, but I think at the current pace that means we would be having season six for quite a while. But uh, you know, maybe you know, if I do the stream a day thing, maybe one of those days would be dedicated to Far Lands or Bust, uh, if I w- would so be inclined, and then we can. Uh, Get more donations that way, Wolfie. I'm not even going that way yet, you goob. Ah, I can't. I want this to fall, but it will not. All right, Wolfie, don't stand underneath there, please. Are you clear? Yes, I think. Yes. Good gravy. Good gravy. I think it's the block offset is really screwing me up. Yeah, because the block is offset in the other direction. What are you doing, you screw noodle? I can't. There we go. Here we go. Woo. That was uh, probably not worth it. Careful, Wolfie! Good gravy! 
Stop it! Alright, well those aren't really big falls, so he hasn't been taking that much damage, but jeez. Jeez, I say, you noodle. Um, what was I saying? So yeah, I mean, we might do that. Or, I, I did mention, okay, maybe like just every year around March is the anniversary of Farlands or Bus starting. March or June, even. June, maybe. Uh, we can have a Flubathon. Regardless of whether or not we've reached the goal, but then we set during the Flabathon the goal to reach the goal, and then once we reach the goal, the, the charity goal, during the Flabathon, we press F3. And if we don't reach the goal during the Flabathon, then we don't press F3. You know, maybe that should be more of the goal. Not necessarily the Flabathon isn't the goal, but the F3 is the goal. Uh, I mean, we still got plenty of time. We're just, uh, you know, it hasn't even been six months. I don't think. No, it hasn't since we started this season of Farlands or Bust. So, uh, you know, at least yearly these seasons will happen, and we'll just have to see if we need to do one thing or the other to maybe spur on a little bit more uh, donations. Uh, I'll certainly not be turning around and walking east to spur donations, because that uh, pull-on-collar of, of shirt, they, um, uh, that didn't uh, pan out as I intended either. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for that that question. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that's, like I said, long ways away. We got a whole bunch of other stuff to continue to do. I mean, it wouldn't be very exciting if we press F3 all the time and the number just goes up very slowly. We got to have huge, huge incremental uh, giant gains, mad gains, getting swole here in Farlands or Bust with our westward travel. Let's see. Let's, uh, yeah, right here's kind of a little bit of a hidden place, but it'll do. Boop. Boop. I say boop! And bop. Alright, let's do that, go to sleep, and continue in the morning with some more questions from donors to Child's Play Charity. <laughs> And awakeness. Right, Wolfie? Uh, let's let's feed you another thing, because you're really in the mood to take damage today. This question from Chris. What car do you drive, and have you ever worked on a car? I currently am in possession, I've mentioned before, and you've seen if you follow my... Oh, that's another thing I gotta do. I've still got all this footage from the drive I took to Sedona of my... The, the, the action camera. But, uh, yeah, if you've, you've watched my vlog channel, you, you'll note that I have a 2015, whoa, Subaru XV Cross Track. Recently got. Brand new. It's the first car I ever bought on my own, uh, is what I drive. And I still am in possession of the 2004 Chevrolet Cavalier two door. Uh, car <laughs> that I had previous to that uh, and uh, yeah so those are the cars I seldom drive and have you ever worked on a car not there are various degrees of working on a car uh, I'm not a huge gearhead and I don't know why I know why but I don't I don't think it's necessary you I feel like you can like cars you can like driving uh, you can be kind of into cars, a car enthusiast, without also... It's a Venn diagram. There's car enthusiasts, there's gearhead, people who like 
doing mechanic stuff, working on cars, repairing cars, uh, restoring cars. There's a lot of overlap there, but you can be on one side or the other, and I'm certainly on further... I guess we can just walk around this way and take the land. We don't have to make a boat. Uh, I feel like I'm certainly more on the spectrum of car enthusiast, appreciator, driving appreciator, enthusiasts, more so than the mechanic side of things. So, I mean, like, I've... You know, on I the previous car that I owned was a 91 Cavalier. And that was purchased very used. It was my first car at the end of high school. And, you know, that one I've had help from my dad and it needed an alternator replaced. Uh, it needed... Uh, I didn't... Well, the the, the rear shock rusted through the hu uh, the the wheel well the shock uh, mount was it's just like attached to the wheel well and the wheel well rusted out and that popped through which is always fun uh, we had to have that fixed by somebody else did you know metal work and a weld job on that so I didn't do that uh, what else happened to that car I mean like replace a battery stuff like that but no real major you know, I've never, I've never been under a car. Uh, I, I've never, which, which is kind of what is a little bit uh, of a hesitation situation when I am very interested in owning a fun car, a classic car. Hi, guy. Hi. Hi. Ooh, I can see you right through. Gotta go. Don't shoot me. Don't you dare shoot me. We'll feel murder ya. You stink. Um. So yeah, it's a little bit of a hesitation of mine when I'm like, ooh, I really do like these old, you know, early 70s Chevy Novas or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm... Cone Dodger has, has gotten me interested in the uh, the, the, the old uh, Z cars, the Datsun 240, 260, 280Z cars, which seem very cool and uh, at least here in Arizona, quite a few exist without having been rusted back into the earth. So that always seems just like an interesting car. Or maybe I should get a more recent... You know, that makes me want to... Well, I, you know, that'd be nice and everything, but you'd either have to spend a lot of money on a really nice example of one, which I don't have, <laughs> or, you know, you get one that needs some work. You know, I don't know if I want to get around to changing or replacing suspension components and... Uh, you know, engine internals, stuff like that kind of frightens me a little bit. Um, which is why I'm like, well, maybe I should get a, like a more recent fun car, you know, like a, a, a used, a used BRZ or a, 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 a used, you know, Audi TT or, you know, some, something that, that I can be like, okay, something is broken. I can take it to somewhere that can still actually work on it for me. So I don't know. But then again, I'm also, well, that would be a good thing. You know, you get a, a cheap old car. You know, maybe you don't worry about spending top dollar for one that's completely rust-free. Maybe it's got a little bit of problems or patina, and that's the car. That's the car that you learn how to work on stuff. I don't know. It's a, it's a toss-up. I mean, right now, my budget doesn't even allow for it, so I shouldn't even think about it. But, uh, uh, but yeah, I'm not... Uh, yeah, that's kind of, if, if you're looking at the, the car person spectrum that that kind of is what describes 
what I'm all about. Indeed. Whoa! Hey there, that is a dark and magical pit of bottomless destiny now, isn't it? Uh, you stay there. Ooh, it's a double... Double dark. I see cobblestone down there, but I think that's from the lava mixing with the water. God, that cow scared me. It's a double dark and magical pit of bottomed out destiny, but uh, that's kind of neat. It's kind of neat indeed. Let's look at another question. Get! Um, hey, get get on up! Forgot how to walk in Far Lands or Bust. It's the block offset. I really gotta be careful. There's a lot of craters and potholes in this in these in these here lands. Xavier Penguin, once again, coming through with the donation. If a movie was made in your life, what genre would it be? Who would play you? If you can't think of anybody other than Jason Statham, that would be fine. <laughs> Who would play best supporting actor or actress? And how do they intertwine with you in this hypothetical movie? I think this is a roundabout way to ask me about personal relationships. Shh. <laughs> it's okay. Um, who would play me? Uh, I don't think Jason Statham would play me. Because uh, I am not that cool. <laughs> um, who's like a tall, perhaps clumsy, lanky actor? Uh, Benedict Cumberdatch, Cumber, some Cumber, Cumber, Cucumber, Cum, Cumberbatch. Um, he has too much hair. <laughs> and I'd wonder what he would look like with a giant beard. Um, maybe, I don't know that many actors. Uh, I'm just trying to think who, uh, I could say, like, Tom Hardy's got the wily weird beard sometimes going on, but he's too... He's too, uh... Manly <laughs> to be me. Um... I don't know. This ask, this ask, this question, excuse me, has been asked before. And I'm always kind of stuck on who would play me. What genre would it be? Probably a boring one. <laughs> um, comedy? I'd probably like it to be a comedy. Uh, I don't know, perhaps it can go... Woo! That's... Whoa! I almost knocked you off the edge of this cliff here, Wolfie. Yeah, that is a cliff. That's neat. I like that thing. Uh, I actually feel like trying to find my way over there, because this is just getting higher and higher up here. Um, you know, it'd be nice if I could, like, predict the future. It's a sci-fi thing where Kurt finally gets to go into space. Um, John Cusack, maybe? Maybe that's like the older version of me. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Who, where did that go? What was the rest of that question? Who would play best supporting actor? Look at all that coal up there. That's pretty high up for some coal to show up. I guess coal can show up anywhere, but... It's the Tower of Coal. The Tower of... Uncompressed Diamonds. How about... Uh, yeah, let's get a thumbnail out of this here, Wolfie. 
thumbnails. Oh, perfect. That's a neat. That that's neat. Before the clouds roll in. All right. Um, best supporting actor. Like, who are my friends that could be played by people? Um, I honestly don't know. Ben Stiller as B00100. No. <laughs> um, uh, Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, Best Supporting Actress? Uh, but they're, we're winning Oscars already. Supporting Actress? Can I just, like, choose <laughs> my own preferences? How about, uh... Oh, who's that with the... F um, <laughs> with the what? Uh, how about Liv Tyler? Or... Um, who was in... That movie is what's her name? Mari Marion Marion Colitar Coitar. It's a, it's French. I can't speak French, so certainly it's not going to be a French language movie. Um, Natalie Portman. <laughs> I can you tell? There's a type. Uh, so I don't know. That's a weird question. Let's go with sci-fi comedy. And uh, and and that to be directed by sci-fi comedy as directed by uh, Jack Black. I <laughs> in his directorial debut. Got sit, Wolfie. Oh, you there? Hey, pep, pep. There we go. There we go. Um, I feel like I've broken through to the other side here. This is going to be a very not very secure hidey hole, it would seem. Did I? Oh, I do. I do! Let's actually make sure we have the full two blocks of protection here. There we go. For those of you who don't know, in this version of the game, the, uh, the mobs, you can fall asleep to your heart's desire, but if they're is the potential if within two blocks of your bed a, it is dark enough and there is space enough for a mob to spawn? Uh, regardless of whether or not a mob is spawning, uh, it will wake you up and spawn a mob. Ooh, that's a little bit scary. Spawn a mob next to your bed. That's happened, uh, I think, just twice here in Farlander Bus, where we've made a bed and slept in it, and uh, there's been a cave nearby where we did not know there was one and then bloom zombie right next to you or skeleton oh that was the other time it happened on episode 500 or something when I made that when I made that speaking of spoilers when I made that uh, house the little cabin <laughs> on top of the hill and I apparently placed the bed wrong and stuff started to spawn remember that the good old days 34 episodes ago um, but yeah, I, ho I hope everybody, if you do celebrate the Thanksgiving, uh, have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, don't eat too much. Uh, please don't go out shopping tomorrow. That's... no, just don't. You can, Everything's on the internet now. The internet! You can just do that and enjoy. Sit in, stay in, and uh, watch, watch some Tomb Raider uh, or, or other favorite Kurt J. Mack videos. And uh, I think we'll all be happier for it. <laughs> you don't need more stuff, really. It's not that great of a deal. Whatever it is you were thinking of getting, not no, it's not. 
that great of a deal. No, no, just don't try to rationalize it. It's not a tradition. It, it, it's not just for fun. Just don't. Just stay inside, please. And thank you so much for watching episode 534 of Far Lands of Bust. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs> That's a terrible idea.